0: It's been a while since we recorded, so it's a bit it's a bit like riding a bike, isn't it? You just gotta yeah. remember how to do it. You
1: have to look, but you never unlearn it. You can't.
0: I don't think so. I mean we've only been doing it for like six months, if even. Six yeah. months? No. I
1: don't know. Anyway. We in November, didn't we?
0: November, December.
1: That's five months, uh six months, yeah. <laughs> Happy anniversary.
0: Happy six months. Cheers to that. No, no one's asked us to remove our our podcast from anything. Even
1: though I use explicit language,
0: yeah, despite the explicit language, that's alright. Welcome back to the TV Honest podcast. We are happy to be back. It feels like it's been a while. We've changed to our bi-weekly, bi-monthly, twice weekly. No one's, no one replied to me when I changed the cadence of the podcast and told me if I was right or not. But anyway, we're back. Um, It feels like it's been a while both me and Emily have been basically jet-setting I feel like Emily like you've been off living your best life in Scotland, bikepacking, living your dreams and I've been in here there and everywhere for uh, work and other reasons so it's good to see you how are you?
1: It's really good to see you I'm all right I'm having a great evening it's bright outside so that means spring is finally here Uh, that really makes me happy how are you?
0: good yes to the spring evenings I feel like Germany needs to get a little bit sunnier but it's okay we're getting that the light is the light is super cool that definitely makes a big difference yeah no it's really good to be back I think um just to introduce everyone what we are gonna cover in our little podcast today is the topic of people pleasing um people pleasing is something that both me and Emily uh, have a lot of experience with first-hand experience with probably in <laughs> 2nd experience as well and um, so that's something that we can kind of talk to a lot but yeah I think it's as always it's one of those where we found ourselves in our friendship coming to that point and always discussing it and we felt that it might be a nice little little topic for everyone listening to our podcast to to get involved in and, and maybe you've got experience with it um chances mm-hmm. are you have whether that's first second or third hand um so hopefully that's going to be a good discussion so yeah Emily is there an early memory that you that comes to mind when you think about oh recognizing yourself as a people pleaser
1: um I think there's been phases to it for me like I've been doing it for quite a while maybe most of my life or maybe my whole life and there's been points in my life where I have realized that I've been doing it but I didn't know it was a thing so I it always felt to me like I was doing something nice um and then someone was not appreciating it or maybe not even acknowledging it or um it was unseen or whatever and then yes yeah, so that was maybe when I was like a teenager and I grew up and I did nice things and like and then when I grew older I think it's only been I don't know maybe two years now basically since I've been in therapy I think that was the first time that someone really pointed it out and was like well you're doing this and you're doing that and this is called people pleasing and then I think I've heard it most in the conversations that we had um because I mean I think you talked to me about you said I am a people pleaser I I remember that I was like well yes like I I can I can I agree that you are a people pleaser and then also I could relate to it so yeah there's been phases when I didn't know what it was but I felt that some the dynamic was wrong maybe um and then when I grew older I actually had like a name to it um how how was that for you when you grew up
0: I think similar I think having the language to of, of how to describe it so this is a thing is always helpful like we we speak a lot about that um amongst each other around labeling and words and actually being able to start with okay this is a thing and this is how I can now address it so I think the language around people pleasing kind of similar to you where I've always had a I've always known I've had a tendency to maybe be I would call it like a peacemaker in terms of I don't really like confrontation I don't really do well in those situations where everything gets intense and stressful like can I'm you know, having emotional reactions to things in a negative way is not something that, I guess, not something that most people enjoy. But I certainly don't enjoy it, and I don't like tension, or I, I'm not—I don't do well with confrontation in that regard. So I'm always—I've always kind of had that natural tendency towards like placating people and making people feel okay. And you know, and the thing—it can—it like it can work both ways, right? Like it's a good thing to to know about yourself if you want to live in harmony. Um, and I think that that idea of people getting along is is not is not bad but yeah knowing that you're a people pleaser I think that can maybe come with a negative connotation when it comes to understanding that about yourself um so whether that's not wanting to start an argument whether that's wanting to you know just look the other way or whatever so yeah that that's come up in a lot of a lot of scenarios probably in adult life as the language has come with it um so yeah I think that kind of for me quite a similar experience probably
1: I just thought about especially my teenager time when I was still in school and I was thinking back um, and realised that I've sometimes, um, I don't know, adapted behaviour um, within friendship groups or just social groups in general um, in order, yeah, and then that's the question, in order to what? To fit in, to, I don't avoid rejection, um in order to get validation even maybe. So, and then I've done things that certainly have been completely out of my character. And then there's guilt because I've done something I didn't want to do. So like, um, especially when you're a teenager and you just like, all you want to do is fit in and have friends and be seen. And then you're like, um, you just do things for other people because of other people and not really because of yourself or because what you want and um i think i've taken this into my adult life as well and and obviously no one wants to be rejected no one wants to feel um unvalidated or anything but it it really comes to who you're spending your time with and and getting the right form of validation but for me i was always scared to get rejected and to lose people. And then I'd rather do what they wanted me to do or what I thought they wanted me to do or be like. Um, and then it came to a point where I guess, I don't know, like I I didn't know what my character was because I adapted so much from the outside. Um, that was, or that is, was what people pleasing for me feels like. Um, and that leads to probably what you said, not wanting to have or be in any kind of conflict. <laughs> but the thing is, it turns out, I was always in conflict within myself. Like, <laughs> you know, that's a, that was like what I then realized, I guess.
0: I guess it comes from the motivation, doesn't it? Like you touched on a really interesting point about what does that people pleasing tendency, where does it come from? Because for me, when you're a teenager, when you're younger, there's obviously that stigma attached to being popular, to wanting to fit in and people can deal with that even in their formative years in different ways where someone's the cool kid, someone's the nerd, someone's the sporty person. Like there's these different stereotypes that we, when we haven't formulated who we are as a person in this world yet can fall into. And maybe what we're finding and not to make too many similarities, but maybe what both me and you are finding is that that want to fit in has come almost attached to it. has this people pleasing tendency where We've gone too far away from understanding ourselves because we've been wanting to look out for other people. And whether that is about going away from confrontation or whether that is about fitting in as an individual within a group or understanding your identity or what you identify with, I just think, I guess that on the face of it, when you understand what it is, it can be positive because you're ultimately just trying to get people to get along and you don't want to experience negativity in a way that can be avoided not toxic positivity I don't think they're the same thing I think this is all about for me at least as far as I understand you can correct me (laughs) if you feel differently but it's all about harmony and people getting on and building relationships but that comes from the confidence and understanding that I am this person and so I guess for me like there's two layers to it there's that layer of formative years all these different things going on who am I who are my friends who can I trust what do I need do I need to give them things in order to trust me like is that my role do they expect things of me and then if you take that second layer adult years where we are now understanding more about your identity stepping more into your individuality as a person and someone that can actually form their own opinion can upset someone if they need to based on their own principles and their own values and based on their own direction but still has a tendency towards people pleasing now even then with that understanding so i guess something i'm interested to know but I'm putting it back on you how do you see those two layers of formative years Emily people pleasing current day Emily people pleasing and do you think that there's a difference between those two and your understanding of it
1: like there's absolute chaos in my brain right now but what I understand from you is and what I think I would agree to is that when I was younger I had these um mm, patterns I call it um and I behaved in certain ways, and I did certain things for people. And I did them without knowing who I was, and without knowing my limits and without knowing what I needed. So and now I think, no, I'm not saying I know everything. I know some of them. I know what I need to feel good. I know my limits in my daily life, da 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 da. so and still, I'm someone who um, likes harmony, as you said, and likes being nice to people. I'd even maybe say that um, it comes down to different types of love languages. For example, I'm someone who likes to make little gifts or write little notes and like do, and like I'd be, I like to be flexible for my friends, even though I can't sometimes, but like, when someone's like, oh, can I call you this and that? I'm like, oh, of course, I'll make time. But there's a limit to that. Like, I can do all these things, but only if I protect myself. Like, if I still... So there's, like, two... Di- as I, as you said, there's two different layers, and there's different dimensions to it. And you can still... Because um, I don't like judging the thing of being a people pleaser. Like, it's not something particularly bad, and it's not something particularly good. There's something in between. You really it can be something great it can be something why the right friends will appreciate you as a person like for example when when you do like what you do you almost always i don't know give me have a little gift for me when you come back from some trip and i've got all these little things and i love that because that's how i know you show me your appreciation of our friendship and like that's great or you take time when i I'm not feeling good. I'm like, hey, can we talk? So you take the time from me. But I also hope that you as a friend would say, Hey, I don't have the capacity. To do. And that's like I think getting in the in the that's the adult version of people pleasing, like knowing yourself and sticking to your limits. And at the same time, um being that kind, genuine person that still does things for other people. But it it can't be how do you say it a one-way street (laughs)
0: Uh, the keyword I took away that was super lovely by the way thank you the key the keyword I do like I do like little gifts they're cool um keyword I took away was genuine I think that's really important how you said genuine authentic whichever way you want to use it because if you're doing something that is what you believe strongly in or you feel good about or you feel is is part of who you are I don't necessarily see that people pleasing has that negativity to it because you're doing something that you want friends to feel good I guess the issue is where it comes in is are you actually doing that from a place of I understand my boundaries I understand what I can and can't do because if you're saying let's take an example of a friend asks you to go on a night out um you're super tired you've had a long week you don't feel in the mood for it it's not really something that's going to make you happy on the face of it like that's a small thing like saying yes to a friend but It could be that we're having this, and this is speaking from personal experience, this idea of letting someone down or them thinking differently of you if you do something or if you don't do something. I think for me, that's my personal experience is that's where it comes into the that negative space of I attach meaning of myself or value of myself onto an action. And whether that comes from saying yes or no to a night out or, you know, not being there for someone or not bringing someone a gift back those things are like on the face of them they're small but I think they they can kind of erode to a point of if you're doing them all the time maybe you can lose sight of why am I doing them in the first place giving someone a gift from a vacation or from a trip is like for me it's just like it's a it's a thing that I like doing it's like my friend my friends do that as well like it's a nice way of us saying like oh I was away but I was thinking about you and here's something you know but that can be to a point of if you put pressure on yourself to do it or if you're losing the losing the motivation or losing the meaning behind it. I think that's where to me it can get into that dangerous territory of how yeah. far can I go? Because if you meet people in your life that are kind and supportive and your type of person, great. I think you're okay to find that boundary of I'm doing something genuine and you understand me as being genuine. But I think yeah. if you find different types of people, there is maybe that balance of a people pleaser and um I don't know what the opposite would be, but someone that's that's kind of manipulative or taking from that person or, yeah, manipulating that behaviour, that can be then quite a negative space. So I don't know if you've had experience of knowingly being taken advantage of as a people pleaser, but that would be the worry, I guess, I would see.
1: Yeah, 100%. And for me, it's really still, as an adult, uh, very hard to, I don't know, maybe to detect who's really appreciating what I'm doing for them and who's actually using me um and that is something maybe that I've experienced more in romantic relationships than actually in friendships um or maybe that's only how I felt after I don't know but there's there's definitely it's like for me it's really hard to tell the difference I, I'm being honest here like I I still I haven't given up the whole thing about being nice and being kind but um because you know you hear these people who say well I've done these nice things and now I'm never going to do it again because I was used um and I understand that and that's like probably some kind of trauma response but I I just I'm not giving up like I, I will still do nice things but it's it is incredibly hard to tell the difference and sometimes you you just feel it over time or maybe in retrospective that maybe you've been used or you maybe drained from what you said like there is a line when you or when when there's a pressure or expectation behind it and or maybe people judging you for example for not bringing gifts like oh last time you did bring one why didn't you bring one now you're a bad friend and sometimes this is also just in our heads like I've also found myself in situations where I've done nice things to people and then I didn't have the capacity to continue with that and then I thought these people didn't like me or would leave me because of that Um, and then I felt incredibly bad and then when I yeah when I felt good sometimes I even talked about this and then they would say, no, you know what, that's rubbish. We know that you were in a bad place. We didn't expect anything from you. And that's then good. But this whole expectation, pressure stuff, sometimes it really gets into my head. And then I I don't know what to do. I don't know well about you, but I'm like, oh, I still want to be nice. But then I get kind of passive aggressive maybe even because I don't know how to handle it.
0: Yeah, no, I know a little bit about your response. I think just just as being a friend, like you can sometimes actually tell, like where the people pleasing turns into that that idea of okay, this is something that this person isn't okay with, but they don't want to talk about it. I actually think that's because I recognise that behaviour in myself. I can you you can understand that that's something that comes up. So yeah. you can't people please a people please. I don't know if that makes sense. That, <laughs> um, yeah, there has to be that balance. I I guess I'll take it back to. I feel that the world needs that type of person in a sense of people that want to be nice. Like you said, I don't think there's anything, we're not taken away from being a nice person. I'm not saying we should develop a world of a world of cynics because I don't think that's healthy either. We need people to move the world forward that, you know, want to do nice things, want to help each other, have good hearts, have good intentions. But at the same time, I think that that type of person, and again, personal experience only, not speaking for everyone could do with being a bit more selfish sometimes. I think there are some people that are the opposite of that, that, you know, everyone has their own, their own element on spectrum, but I feel for me and I feel for you, we could probably both be doing with being more selfish occasionally and being okay with that. Cause I think that if, probably my gut feels that if you had the right people in your life and you say no to people and you set your boundaries up and all these things we've spoken about before, if you make sure you're coming from a genuine place where you say no, that's not okay or you you stand up for yourself or you do something of that of that type that's going to ultimately provide better relationships going forward because if you're keeping saying yes to things or you keep in trying to make people happy you're not going to make everyone happy regardless of what you do and all you're going to do is put i think you said the word anxiety and, and anxiousness you're all, all you're going to do is put that on yourself so i don't have any solutions to this because i don't know <laughs> i, don't, I may have like rarely have solutions but um, if I was to have a, hazard a guess solution, a solution, I would first say, how often can we try to have a reaction before we do something to say, am I doing with this the right this with the right intention? Is this something that I'm okay with? Why am I okay with it? And I'm not saying that you need to have a like a a full on list and argument with yourself before you take a reaction that might or might not be people pleasing but maybe taking a couple of seconds or a breath even and taking that space before the action to say, how am I moving forward? Is this authentic? Do I want to do this? If yes, cool, go for it. What's the worst that can happen if you're doubting it or or if not, maybe that's something that's a sign already that, you know, you've you've done something that doesn't feel like it's going to get, you know, the right movement for you. So again, don't know that that's that's something instructive and I haven't really had a lot of, I haven't really started trying that but taking this forward I feel that's something that could benefit me at least is to say having a bit of a pause before and then analyzing before going into it
1: yeah yeah checking in with yourself and asking yourself questions and then answering them the most honest you can be Um and uh, I want to I would like to come back to what you said, avoiding uh, conflict and that whole thing. Because I had one thought, but I, I we moved on to another direction, but now I want to come back to it, if that's okay. Because um, you said you're like, you're sometimes being, or you feel like you're a peacemaker, you want to be a peacemaker and you want to be like, or you're trying to be in harmony with everyone. And at, like, I agree, I always, well, when I was younger, we had a lot of fights, but we always shut them down. Like, we were always like, oh, we're not we we're not allowed to fight. We're not allowed to have an argument. We all need to be nice to each other. And that, to me, well, I carried on with that. So I never really learned how to have an argument or how to disagree without actually fighting. So I am really bad at it. So I'd rather have fake peace than actually an argument and then solving that and moving on. And that's, for me, like... As you said like avoiding conflict at any cost um and just like ah can we not just like (laughs) all be nice to each other and and don't say mean things and like because i never really feel like i've learned how to have a proper conversation a proper proper disagreement and also understanding that when you have a disagreement with whoever that doesn't mean that people will leave you um and like that was i I'm like, oh, actually, I'm allowed to say how I feel, what I want, um, da, da, da. all this, all these things that I feel maybe if someone has overstepped my, my boundary or whatever, and we can talk about it, and then something, some real harmony can grow out of this, some real trust can grow out of this, and that, for me, is a big learning, but I haven't met many people that I can learn this with. Um, there's a couple of friends you obviously and also some like other friends not many and i'm really learning this and they're te- they are teaching me that we can actually have a disagreement and they don't have to please them um in order to have a good friendship um and this this whole conflict th- thing is i don't know it's quite um it feels scary <laughs> to me
0: i agree i mean my i've had a very recent experience with that where i've been you know in this friendship um, with someone for a couple of years, like two, three years now, like or more, three years. And one of my, the closest people in my life, and you know we, we talk regularly, we've had a lot of ups and downs as any friendship would. But if I analyze it and we've had this conversation recently that we're stronger as friends, as people, because we're we able to like have those, I'm not sure how this is going to go. And then you're stronger on the other side of it. So I think that risk and reward thing of risking being genuine, risking putting yourself out there, accepting the outcome, whether it's good or bad, it's a very scary thing to do, but it's a very important thing to do because regardless of who those people are, that, that could be something that informs your relationships going forward. And you said that you have a tough time knowing. So maybe if you're looking at combining analyzing your action beforehand taking a breath like checking in with yourself as you said and then going forward and then also accepting the outcome whatever it is like maybe the outcome is the thing that's going to inform whether that is the right thing for you to be in or not and it sounds scary no one wants to lose people but people change and people move and people adapt all the time there's no there's nothing that as much as we think something is 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 a certainty and is a forever actually nothing is like these attachments that we have they aren't actually, none of them are, are, are given. And that is scary. That's, a, that's something that's hard to admit. And I think that's something that particularly if you're, a, you're someone that wants everyone to get on and wants everything to be okay and always be good, that can sound super, super daunting. Yeah. But the reality of putting that putting yourself into that position where you are risking something from a genuine place, it can actually, and you, you said it and I've also experienced it, it can be, be, be a really beautiful thing where it turns into a connection um and that connection is going to be stronger than that attachment by for sure
1: I agree I was just thinking about a situation where I don't know if you've ever been in I probably you have but like the best example for me as a people pleaser is when I have a birthday party and then you have several types of people so you have maybe have colleagues and then you may have coming in friends and then you have family and then you have some people who you or my example, have I ride bikes with, and you have these different groups of people, and all like the, the biggest thing that I stress about is will they get along? What can I do so these people get, will get along? This is like the biggest thing that stresses me out before or like having a party or hosting a party at my place. Like how how does this work? I just want everyone to be in peace, and normally it works out, and even if it doesn't. It's not my responsibility. I know that, but that where my people pleaser hits like completely full on.
0: <laughs> I'm I'm gonna make a point, and this could be either super obvious or super ludicrous and stupid. We'll find out. If you talk, if you talk about that party, because that is a really good analogy, and I think a lot of us can relate to that in terms of you bringing all these different types of things together. That's almost like you're bringing different parts of your life and your personality together. And what you're representing is yourself through those people. So if you're looking at yourself, you want yourself to be in harmony. You want all those elements of yourself to work together. You want to be like a good, a good version. I can see your reaction. I don't know you this, thinking about that the environment and you use that as your brain, you can analyze that and say, this is essentially my being. Like I'm never going to get on with myself all the time. There is going to be ups and downs. I'm a, I'm a, I am a human, as a human are flawed. I don't have the answers. You just want your bet. You hope for the best, and you try your best, and you're risking bringing those people together in order to represent like yourself. You know, have I lost you? I don't know. I
1: don't know. You haven't. You haven't lost me at all. Quite the opposite. This is brilliant. (laughs) Agree. (laughs) (laughs) This is so good. This is also very creative. I can tell you, work as a creative, I yeah, that's
0: maybe where that comes from. I just want a story to knit things together, and that's why I went down that analogy. But yeah.
1: It's brilliant, um yes, and I would like to say, maybe if you're a people pleaser, don't exclude yourself from that, like if you like to people please other people, people please other people, <laughs> please other people, um yeah, think of yourself, include yourself in that whole uh dynamic because yes, people pleasing can be exhausting, but it can also be something great, and as long as you um yeah like stick to yourself and and don't lose yourself over it um it can be something really beautiful as you said and just include yourself in this people circle
0: I think it's a good point you make to note that what we talk about which again big caveat just me and you trying to figure something out no qualifications available here (laughs) it's like you have this idea of being genuine you have this idea of being yourself being a people pleaser if that is part of your natural tendencies none of this is bad there's no the thing itself isn't bad it's the meaning that we attach to it and it's the action we attach to it that could potentially be conceived as as good or bad so like you said being kind like understanding that you're you you need to be um you need to be like nice to yourself first and foremost before you can then move forward being genuine with yourself understanding your actions like all of that is is okay and is accepted and is something that we should all be doing so there's no I need to change. There's no I need to be this, I need to do that. It's more like let's try and look out for ourselves and let's make sure that we are, and I think you said the central point, checking in with ourselves first and making sure that we are okay before we then go and look after someone else. Because if we do that, then we're more likely to, you know, feel okay in the long run. And that party of all our different friends and our brains together can be can be a little bit more harmonious, maybe.
1: I will never forget this picture in my head now. Like it's always going to be different <laughs> parts in my brain
0: now. <laughs> Have you seen the movie Inside Out?
1: Um, I haven't.
0: Okay, Google Inside Out and watch it. It's basically that. It's a it's a Pixar film, and it's kind of like what I'm describing, which is all your emotions and all your different parts of your brain, like having this little, um, essentially argument, figuring each other out, and then it getting on okay at the end. Spoiler alert. <laughs>
1: Well, I've noted that. I've I've got written down in my notes. Thank you very much. <laughs> <You're> welcome. <laughs> Amazing. Well, have you got anything else to add? Anything comes to your mind?
0: I don't think so. I think I've had my big storytelling analogy. I need to lie down now to figure it all out.
1: <laughs> well, you know what? It doesn't get better after this. Like this is what this is our your peak performance.
0: We're um, probably like celebrating how much we've made a revelation, and there's people yeah. listening. To this, like what are you talking
1: about oh well (laughs) we're people pleasing ourselves now
0: exactly yeah exactly that's it
1: (laughs) all right i loved our conversation thank you andy
0: thanks everyone for listening see you soon take care
1: bye bye